those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. Good morning, you beautiful people, cats, dogs, dogs, cats, fish, whatever, wherever you're at, whoever you are, whatever you are, we are super glad that you're joining us for another installment of the greatest podcast on the planet, the Bad Beats Podcast. I'm joined here again, as always, with the co-host, Faz, and today it is June 7th, 2021, and Logan Paul is the greatest boxer of all time, and that is not... What? What do you mean? Stop it's facts, bro. He went eight rounds with Floyd. Yeah, you want to go eight rounds with me? <laughs> so who'd you have? You, you're not you're not a big Paul guy, huh? Fuck that kid. He doesn't respect the sport. He comes for money. He's a YouTuber. He's not a boxer. He does not respect the sport. He makes a mockery of it. Floyd's the greatest of all time, 50 and 0. He had no business fighting that YouTuber, but I understand Floyd's about the bag. I respect it, but I did not watch that garbage. Yeah, I see. I I don't know if you were paying attention, but they actually went eight full rounds. So this greatest boxer of all time, you know, the GOAT conversation in this. And what what's so funny to me is that, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, he's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. Well, he went eight fucking rounds with the greatest yeah, dude, boxer of all dude, time. Dude, I, I didn't go eight rounds with someone 40 pounds lighter than me. He had 40 pounds on Floyd. What do you mean? No, dude. It, I, I think you're just hating because he had 40 you, pounds. Dog, you could you could last eight rounds with the greatest fighter of all time if you're 40 pounds heavier than him dude the thing is i mean the later that, that the the fight goes it's going to be it's not good for paul or weight to carry around so if anything the the more weight's going to help help Floyd out. you know it, it's funny to me you know you have all these boxing cats coming out of the woodworks and you know they're all oh, you know logan paul's gonna get stomped logan paul's gonna get stomped and he doesn't get stomped and then they he immediately did. jump they, they immediately jump into Oh, you know, he's not a real fighter to whatever, you know, it was a stupid fight. You know, realistically, Floyd won. It's it's all the excuses. But beforehand, he wasn't a real fighter. So what happened? Dude, Floyd won as far as the jab percent. He had 50% jabs compared to Paul's 10%. He had 39% power compared to Paul's 15%. And total strikes combined, he had 40% compared to Paul's 13%. Come on. He ran, Jake. Floyd's not a knockout guy. Pre-Boyd Floyd was definitely a knockout guy but logan paul j paul whatever the fuck his name is he only went eight rounds because Floyd is 100 years old first of all he should have knocked Floyd out if he's 40 pounds heavier he ain't shit all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna list you off some names here and you tell me i just got a final list here you tell me if any of these guys are better than logan paul right logan paul's 26 Floyd's 40 some years old yeah, but how does he not knock him out? I don't he's understand. not a knockout guy. He hasn't knocked someone out in over a decade. You pretty boy. But he's Floyd. got twenty-seven. He's got pretty, twenty-seven KOs. Yeah, because, I, honestly, because you don't know me, anything I think about Logan's better than all those twenty-seven. He's boxers. not pretty boy. Floyd was the younger version of Floyd who would just knock people out, and then he realized he wanted to go undefeated. He learned technique. He's the greatest boxer of all time. The numbers and the fight stood for itself last night. I saw clips today. Of this Logan Paul could get rocked by Floyd. He didn't win any swings or strikes. He yeah, was, but that's what the highlights are going to show you. I he was swinging. There, I the he was fight. swinging with his eyes closed. Yeah, the, num- so the numbers don't. The numbers don't lie. Floyd won that fight. 
Dude, I watched the fight. The clear winner was Logan. You know, they're lucky that was an exhibition match. If that was went to the judges, I would say Logan probably would have cleaned up in all eight rounds. I'm not gonna not even close. I'm not gonna entertain that fucking YouTube garbage. I don't know shit about this kid except for he comes for money. But what I do know is he did some suicide force bullshit. Didn't he like get some controversy? Yeah, he's about to make he's about to make Floyd go on suicide watch. That's nah, the he, suicide he, force that he was on. <laughs> Floyd's gonna put him on suicide watch. Floyd embarrassed that kid. <laughs> Floyd gave him his, his credit. He's better than he thought, but he ain't good. If he really wanted to fight someone his size, like Usman. If they just wanted to box, no UFC match, but just box. If Usman would be down to just box, it would be absolutely embarrassing for Paul. He would get his shit rocked. If he actually right, gets let, a knockout guy, he's let, Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's just because he's white, isn't he? It has nothing to do with the race. What's Dude, that, let's have a white race. fighter. Let's have, let's have Canelo Alvarez, who's a Mexican. He looks white. Let's have him fight. Uh, this fucking ball kid. He'll knock him out in the first but round. But then you're still round. you're still gonna argue about you're still gonna argue about the size the size difference. Get someone his own size. He's getting knocked out. That's what I'm saying. I think times. I think Logan. I think Logan Paul would KO Tyson Fury. Fuck, dude, you're smoking good crap. I think you would. I think he K. I, I say I would say KO in the first two rounds. You're on that PCP, dude. <laughs> I, well, I, let I, me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think? Do you think uh, Mayweather fights Jake Paul next? The other brother? No, the, he's not, not the, the not suicide guy. No, he's a good. He's a smart businessman. He's a really good business. Floyd's the greatest businessman of all time. He's the richest athlete ever. The money team, the goat, Floyd Money Mayweather. He's too smart. He's done with these exhibitions. He did an exhibition. What if in it's in a real fight though? What if it's not exhibition? What if it's to go fifty-one and zero against Jake Paul? He won't. Because I think I think they're closer to the, to the size range. It doesn't matter. He's, he he has nothing to prove, dude. This kid, he has everything to lose, nothing to prove. This Jake Paul and Logan Paul kid are using him for clout because social media is a hell of a drug. These YouTube kids do not respect the sport at all. They just look at it as attention. That shit's lame to me. They do not respect the sport. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about that. Obviously, not respecting the sport, but at the same time, just the fact that they can go in there and they can and they can they can hang around. I mean, you, you know, you, I know you argue with it that they're not hanging around. It was a clear cut Floyd win. But at the end of the day, these cats, they can hang around with the best. Okay, we'll end it here. Floyd is not a knockout guy. He statistically won last night in every category, but he dominated him in every category. However, if this Paul kid can go against a real knockout guy, a boxer his size, someone his fucking size, his weight, everything, he will not last a – he won't last five rounds. He won't last three rounds. He'll get knocked out in the first round if he – Goes against someone his own size, but the thing is, what about, I can't na- I can't name anyone who would fight him because he's zero one. No one's gonna fight an zero and one guy. Yeah, but a- after the Mayweather, he's gonna have he can probably fight anybody he wants to now. Not at all. So let me ask you this, and this is it, it's kind of a, a contradiction to what you were saying, just because this kid knows Ryan Garcia. Um, but the thing is, obviously, he's the most dangerous kid when it comes to knockouts. Twenty-one and zero right now. Knockout knockout ratio eighty-six percent. Do you think this kid can knock out Logan? Yeah, easily. I mean, if you guys if you guys even look at this guy's Twitter account, he that's what he got viral off of. Not even his record, his Twitter account. He has the hardest punches, man. This guy's always going viral. He's super quick. He's almost quicker than Floyd, I would say. He doesn't get touched, and he just hits like concrete. You do not want to face this kid. I think Garcia would definitely knock him out within 45 seconds or maybe a minute. And what's just, scary, too, honestly, I, I like Ryan Garcia. I think, actually, I would probably agree with you. I think he's the only fighter on the planet right now that could take out Paul. But what's crazy is Ryan Garcia, like I said, 21-0. and 0, The kid's only 22 years old. Is this kid going to maybe make a run at that Floyd's 50-0? and 0? 
he's going to eventually lose. I mean, he's though, if you look at the people he's fought, like you said, he's young, he's fought a lot of younger guys. A lot of the guys he fought didn't have records that equaled his. He's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. I, I could see him going like 35, 40, you know, but it's tough. I don't think we'll ever see 50, you know, ever. But he's the flash, man. He's definitely quick. And he's yeah, dangerous. it's, it's going to be it's going to be crazy to see what the, what happens when this kid kind of starts playing these real real boxers. The thing is, again, you know, at 130 pounds, I don't I couldn't even name you a, a, a boxer that's in that weight class. What is that? The bantam weight or the fucking the uh, what, what weight class is that? I, I believe that's bantam weight. I, I'm smoking right now, so I don't really know. But I would like to see him fight like Javier Fortuna. That would be a good matchup. I think he could get knocked out. He's 25 and two. That would be a good a boxing match but the thing is no one's going to fight him if he's 0-1 like this kid's just not respecting the sport real boxers are not going to fight this kid and no one's going to draw the money like Floyd come on like they probably made what 100 mil straight and that's before the back end on pay-per-view they probably got yeah. 100 million up front 50 million in the back door each that's 150 and then when you look at the back end with pay-per-view they're probably making 400 million each last night yeah, I mean, regardless, at the end of the day, whoever won the fight, lost the fight, doesn't matter. Both these cats paid out with a bag. But I wanted to ask you something because you had an insane story last night. You actually paid for the showtime and then you couldn't watch it? Yeah, so this was uh, – and people were kind of conning me a little bit just because I did buy the fight. Hey, I, I like Logan. I like Logan. I like Jake. I'm, you know, I'm the one guy on the universe that does like these two guys. But in um, regardless, you know, it's fight night. You have some friends over, drink some beers, whatever. It's always a good time. And I didn't want to have to deal with all the fucking lagginess of a stream and, you know, all, all the bullshit that streams come with. So I was just, you know what, fuck it, I'll buy it. And ended up buying it. And then as soon as everyone comes over, uh, we're, we're about to watch the Chad Johnson fight, that first fight of the evening, everything just goes dark. And like, okay, you know, something that's what it is, let's just try to reset it. Again, obviously dark, nothing happened. We go on Twitter and everybody, every single person on Twitter is in Showtime's DMs. They're chirping at Showtime refund refund this refund that and it literally was the entire night i was like okay well maybe if this thing gets to the final fight and they get it fixed i'm not gonna be mad really i really don't care that much but it went the entire night and then right before logan and floyd touched gloves i checked again on showtime still nothing still crickets so obviously i wasn't the only one with the issue my question is is how do they how are they going to do this because obviously you know all these fighters are getting paid a percentage of the pay-per-view buys and it looks like they're going to have to refund damn near all of those pay-per-view buys so is this going to be on showtime or i i mean i don't really know how this is going to work do you yeah that's definitely on showtime they didn't have the server strength they should have they knew this was a highly anticipated fight they should invest some more money got more servers they definitely had blackout regions so probably like the west coast or not the whole country got fucked on showtime but certain places where they didn't have enough server strength yeah well what was, what was so fucked up and i don't mean to jump in on you what was so fucked up is with a stream that we were watching and i'm not going to say it was illegal for legal purposes only i'm not saying that but the stream that we were watching <laughs> the stream that we were watching it was showtime the guy was fucking watching showtime so literally i buy the fight and i can't watch it on showtime this guy's streaming it maybe illegally, maybe not. Again, I'm not I'm not here to say that. And he can watch it. So how the fuck does that make any sense? But regardless, I was able to see the fight. Uh, I know a lot of people weren't able to because of that. You know, they don't know where to find a stream or whatever. But it, that's just it's just bullshit. I mean, we're in fucking 2021. Get your gear straight. Get your tech straight. I don't know how we're still having this issue, honestly. Yeah, well, speaking of getting your shit straight, have you seen the Boston Celtics debacle? No, I haven't even heard. The last time I heard the Boston Celtics, Paul Pierce was on that team. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, Brad Stevens, you know, your guy at Butler eight years ago, he has been the head coach. He's a really good coach. He decided he's going to go to the GM and front office position, and they're going to get a new head coach. They don't know if it's going to be Chauncey Billups, Jason Kidd. Now you could get Yo, I'd fuck with Chauncey. Well, no, but the thing is, Portland's trying to get Chauncey because Dame is pissed. They fired Terry Stotts. He was a good coach. He had four years in a row where they had a first playoff exit, which, you know, shit happens. But Dame needs to get a better team. He needs to get a better coach. He wants Jason Kidd. They said Dame has pull. And then now they're saying they're not going to get Jason Kidd. So how much pull does really Dame have? I don't ever see Dame leaving. He's too oil. I know uh, we had a TikTok uh, million views that showed Dame in a Miami Heat uniform. And a lot of people were supporting that, man. A lot of people said they want to see Dame in a different uniform. Maybe LeBron would get him to team up because LeBron left this first round. I could see Dame leaving, but then again, he is super loyal. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see where he goes. But yeah, going back to your point, I think with the that TikTok that was on our account that got a million views, it showed, and it's funny because the cover thing was, it was Dame. It was Dame in a heat. It was in a, he was in a heat uniform. And it was the heat, right? Or my trip? Yes. Yeah, it was the heat. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think maybe at the time, because that's right when they got eliminated, I think a lot of people saw that. And like, maybe this is a leak. Maybe this is, you know, a little bit of, you know, a future future prediction. But I just pulled up this website, and the Celtics actually have nine to two odds to land Damian Lillard. I'm looking for other teams here. Um, I could see yeah, Celtics at nine to two. Warriors at 11 to four. I hate when they do the, the fucking the, – um, the odds um, like this at 11 yeah. to 40 just give me the plus whatever it would be i think i mean what's that it would be like plus 2500 i think i fuck it. I, I don't know I, it's fucking stupid we're not in the fucking uk uh <laughs> but they get the knicks at three to one looks like yeah see mm-hmm. now i have to because it's like you know the 11 to four is actually technically less than the knicks at, whatever I, this is stupid He's probably going to go to the Celtics, Knicks, Warriors. I mean, if you're – you obviously are a betting man. If all odds are even, everyone's sitting right now, where does he go? It depends. I say Lakers or Warriors because if the – if Clay, you know, he's healthy, but if he leaves or if they want to get another guy, I could see Dame joining them or I could see definitely the Lakers. Gun to my head, I'm going Lakers. LeBron would do this move because they're saying LeBron might get CP3. But if CP3 wins a ring this year, we don't know what's going to happen with CP3. but. Yeah, I was going to say, why Why would CP3 want to leave, though? He's crushing it with Phoenix. No, there's been rumors for months that way that LeBron – it's a banana boat, bro. Like, LeBron wants to team up with CP3 bad. They've always wanted to. Everyone thought, including the media and the Suns organization, thought the Suns were just going to get a loss first-round exit because it's LeBron and AD. But then when AD got hurt, stuff started to change in the organization uh, as far as momentum goes, and they won that series. So now I don't think CP3 leaves his sons, but if he does leave, because he wants to restructure his contract, that came out a couple of days ago. If he does leave, then I could see him going to the Lakers. But I don't know, man. If the Suns win the it all win the finals, I could see CP3 staying. Suns are dead. Yeah, I think I mean I how old let me actually look this up. Do you know how old he is off the top of your head? I would say 36, 37, but I'm not sure. He might be 36. Yeah, good call. Um, yeah, 36 years old. I mean, shit, I not many guys after 36 is he still putting kind of numbers well, yeah well he's just playing his role and the thing is he's a veteran and nowadays you don't have a lot of og veterans like back in the day all these teams when these guys would get out of college yeah. after playing three four years their veterans would be 36 37 38 year old ogs who would put them on game and nowadays 
a lot of veterans are like 32, 31. That ain't a real OG. Like CP3 seen it all. He's been through it all. He can put these young guys on game and he's playing his role as far as assists. He's getting double doubles all the time. He's eating. He ate against the Lakers. It's going to see, be interesting to see what he does against the Nuggets tonight. And the series, as far as the Suns Nuggets, I have Suns actually in six or seven. But I do think this Nuggets seems better than the Lakers just because AD was hurt. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna agree with you on the Suns. Obviously, again, as some of the longtime listeners know, I'm here in Phoenix right now, and it's Rally the Valley. That seems to be the call. I had no idea until everyone starts fucking chanting it. It's Rally the Valley, and I, I mean, I'm just all in on the hype train. I want to see the Suns win it all because I'm gonna be downtown Phoenix wearing some fucking some locked in gear, some fucking Pistons jersey, or just some wild shit. I don't know what I'm gonna be doing, but I'm gonna be interviewing people, kind of getting getting a gauge of, you know, what, what the consensus is on, on CP3. So maybe I'll get the inside scoop if that does happen. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, a little bit about your guy, Mickey Mouse, LeBron James, LaFraud, first round exit, whatever you want to call him. Uh, so as, as a lot of people know, he's never lost in the first round. He's never been kicked out of the playoffs in the first round up until obviously just now this, this last run. And I got to ask you, since obviously you're more of the, uh, you know, I guess, legacy guy. Does this kill LeBron's legacy? Is he officially out of the GOAT talk? Well, see, if you, I hate to say this. I'm an MJ guy as a GOAT, but as far as NBA goes objectively, I think LeBron's legacy cannot be hurt. Like, think about it. The Lakers, the first year with the Lakers, he didn't even make the playoffs. No one talks about that. But then he wins the, it all, the finals, the following year, a.k.a. last year in the bubble. A lot of people say, oh, it was a bubble chip, whatever. I just think he can only be – his legacy be added on to. I used to think his legacy could be hurt, but I'm at the point of now that he's just so old, there's really not much he can do unless he just recruits and gets more rings. But if he wins another ring or two, if he wins the championship next year, no one's going to remember this. Yeah, and I would, I would definitely agree with you. The thing, too, is like when you look back at Michael Jordan – you know, no one remembers Michael Jordan, the fucking Wizards, right? No one like that is just completely blanked out of people's minds. It's always MJ when he won six. And obviously that's his legacy. And I think kind of the same thing. History is going to reflect on LeBron. You know, obviously he's got his four rings, which is obviously nothing to scoff at. And, you know, if he gets one more, that would tie Kobe, right? Kobe's got five. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that would tie Kobe. I already think he's better than Kobe, but I that would tie Kobe in rings going to be one off of MJ. I don't see him getting two more, but I, th- I think you're right. I think his, his legacy is kind of already cemented in this. Unless something crazy happens, like he gets busted for fucking smuggling children or something, I think he's, he's pretty safe. But um, other than that, I, I, I didn't really have anything else to talk about within the NBA playoffs. Was there anything else going on? Yeah, Clippers survived, man. Game seven, we won some money on that. If you're a premium bet subscriber, you guys won money on that. We had Clippers winning game seven at home. It was, you know, a toss-up because think about it. Game one through six, the road team won. That shit was crazy. Luca got shut down. Kawhi had an insane performance. We all knew it was coming. I just don't know who's going to make it out of the West. I would say Suns gun to my head, but obviously no one's beating this Nets team this year, and that's coming from a Sixers fan. Yeah, and so I was looking at the line today just with the uh, – and this is going to be a little bonus thing for our early listeners if we even get it out in time. I think that they tip off in about eight minutes. But um, right now it's Milwaukee minus one. Why the fuck is Milwaukee favored? It's just a home game, and they're trying to. Uh, no, no, it's not. I'm, uh, I'm tripping. It's just because uh, Giannis cannot lose two games in a row. 
and the fact we'll is, see i mean i i no, like no, i, I said I mean, no it, we got nets we, we yeah have we nets, have nets but the the analytics just show harden's not playing because that hamstring injury and the analytics show that Kyrie and kd could be shut down by Giannis and chris middleton which i do not believe that's just their analytical people the guys who make the odds they know more than i do they look at all these advanced stats they think bucks can win this but obviously i got nets by like 10 Fuck them. Yeah, I got I got nets to kind of win this one going away. Again, I don't know fucking shit all about the NBA. You're the NBA guy. And like obviously the, the pick with the Clippers, that was all you. And you told me nets. I'll fucking I'd put my rent money on, on nets. So I'm going nets with you on this one. But I want to jump over to NHL real quick just because things are heating up. I know you had a quick story about the abs in the night, but this craziest thing within this round to me is seeing the Canadians go up 3-0. I mean, just kind of a bizarre situation. The Canadians, they beat the Leafs, and then they go and they play the Winnipeg Jets, and they're up 3-0. They're probably going to sweep them. Kind of a crazy thing going on uh, to keep your eye out in Canada right now. I think they're probably the only decent team to ever come out of Canada ever in the history of the Hockey League, National Hockey League, that is. But um, other than that, yeah, talk to me about this Avs-Knights situation you were in. (laughs) Yeah, this shit was so bullshit. So game three, Avs were leading 2-0. Games in Vegas, they're up 2-1, third period. And like an idiot, first of all, never live bet. If you're ever in a live bet, I've been burned two trillion times in my life off live bets, and I finally learned not to. And if you're going to, 100% of the time, take the underdog. If it's the cover to win, 100%. 1 billion percent of the time, if you want to make free money, take the underdog when you live bet. But I just gave it up because as we're leading 2-1, there's like six, seven minutes left. It's even strength. Knights fucking score. The barn starts to rock. 42 seconds later, they score again. It's the old head. I forget his name. He's on the uh, Knights. It's the old head. He scored. And the barn just went crazy. And the ads got shut down. Also, uh, fun fact, the Capitals, when they won the Stanley Cup, the uh, Avs goalie was a goalie for the first two games before he got pulled for Braden Holtby. So I feel like he got snubbed because they, even though he did, get uh, the, even though he did win, you know, he only got, he didn't get the credit. Like Brayden Holby got Yeah, he's not, he's not the guy. Yeah. But I got abs uh, lightning in the cup. Yeah, I definitely have the abs that come out of this one. It's going to be a great series. They just tied it up 2-2 in the last game. But yeah, going back to that game, we actually had a guy. And again, we did. We actually stayed away from that day or from that game, rather. I know obviously the live betting stuff is a whole different story, but we had a guy. And he DM'd us and he showed us a parlay. And this was the last leg of his parlay. He bet $15 to win. I believe it was $600. I'd have to recheck it. Um, and it, literally it was, he had the abs and obviously the, uh, you know, the meltdown from that cost him, you know, 600 and some change. So that sucks, but that's just the life of the parlay, especially when you're, your parlay is going to be odds that are fucking outrageous like that. But um, other than that, Islanders Bruins so far has been an insane series. My favorite series so far. I mean, this one's not even close for me. This series has been electric. I mean, it's oh, just no. seeing those barns rock. Dude, we got Boston, New York. It's not really like a like a Yankees Red Sox feeling, but it's kind of it's just different. I mean, these this series is, in my opinion, has been has been the best. What about? I mean, what, what do you think? You're giving no, me a the shake there. Islanders is a fucking fraud ass team. They had to move from like Long Island. They had to move arena. They're still there. It's their last year. Oh my gosh, dude. They are so, they are a poverty franchise as a young kid say, as a young bull say on Twitter. They are a poverty <laughs> franchise. 
Av Knights is by far the best. Grubauer, the Avs goalie, is insane. He's lights out. And it's just fun to see the Knights uh, full capacity fans just go crazy when it's in Vegas. So I got that as yeah. my favorite matchup. Yeah, I mean, regardless, like like I said in the last episode, it is just so exciting to see playoff hockey actually back. I mean, we watched playoff hockey last year, and it fucking sucked. It was just so boring. And I think the fans are 99% of the reason why anyone even likes NHL playoffs. But um, kind of take us into what's going on with the NFL. I know, you know, there's not too much going on. Like I said, you know, we're in that purgatory. I don't know if you guys can see this or if you guys can even hear my cat right now, but we have a guest speaker on. Um, but t- tell us about what's going on in the NFL. There's obviously some some big breaking news with Julio Jones. Um, I want you to kind of break this down for the listeners. Yeah, so Julio Jones goes to the Titans, as people know. Titans also get a six-round pick in exchange for a 2022 second round and 2023 fourth round selection. Uh, and the Falcons, I think they, you know, they didn't necessarily win, but you got a second round and a fourth round for him. And at the end of the day, he wanted to leave. You knew he was going to leave. AJ Brown was recruiting him crazy on TikTok and Twitter. He was just tagging him and everything, trying to get him out there. Julio Jones, he's deadly. That Titans roster offensively is scary. They lost John New Smith. Doesn't matter. If their defense can step up, which I think they could, they're going to be a deadly team to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to be a really good eight and nine, I think, this year. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that those teams. And the thing is with the Titans, they actually have a lot of talent. They're a good team, but they're just such a boring team. Like, you know, when you think about the Titans, you don't think of a team that's going to make a run to the Super Bowl view i've always had of the titans but i just when i think of the titans i'm like yeah eight and nine i don't know i even with the addition of julio jones and if i'm not mistaken julio jones was kind of the uh the second fiddle there last year in atlanta behind kelvin ridley wasn't he yes sir i mean at least a little bit but this is going to be interesting to see how this affects kelvin ridley uh in atlanta and obviously to see what happens with matt ryan a lot of people are saying matt ryan's gonna get exposed here he doesn't have the big guy anymore to throw to, kind of like some of the Stafford haters would say about Megatron when Megatron left, even though Stafford still put up insane numbers. But I digress on that. Um, that's all I got for for any of the stuff to, to talk about today. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No. What about what's your floor of the week? Oh, yeah, the floor of the week. This is actually going to be a funny one to talk about. And it's it's the, the entire organization of the PGA or the association of the PGA Tour. And it's just from kicking John Rahm off of the tournament after he's six shots up heading into the final round because he tests positive for COVID. And obviously, you know, it's again, it's COVID. What are you going to do? He tested positive for it. I get it. But at the same time, too, it's fucking golf. Like the guy, if they, if they really could figure a way around this, I mean, the guy could easily go out there without a caddy, carry his own bag, be six feet, be fucking 30 feet away from everybody, not touch anybody, go out there even – two hours before the, you know, the first person tees off two hours after, I mean, they could have come up with a solution. They didn't, they forced him to withdraw after he's six shots up. Not only does that suck for him and, you know, the FedEx rankings and, you know, the, the, I guess just the competitive, the competitive field that the PGA is, but it sucks for him because they, they pretty much stole money from him. I mean, you win that tournament, you're probably a million dollars richer and they pretty much stole a million dollars from John Rom. So the entire PGA tour is my floor of the week. What about you? You got one? Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, my four of the week is for the Dallas Mavericks, man. Get it together. Luca, I know you're loyal. You're going to stay. Something about those Euro players, man, they're super loyal. I think he's going to stay. He's like their next Dirk, but 
if Dallas does not get it together, they're going to keep Rick Carlisle too as their coach. But if they don't get it together, I don't see Luca ever winning a ring. But uh, also, yeah, and I uh, well, real quick, just I wanted to touch on that because I, I read something the other day, and I don't know what this means, but some guy named Chris Stapps Porzingis said he doesn't like being <laughs> the uh, the co the co star or whatever they said. No, no, he said he was an afterthought rather than a co star. What do you make of that? Yeah, KP, come on, man. You, we've talked about him on the show before. <laughs> he uh, he's not a co-star. He should just be a role player. He's not what he was when he was with New York. He was super healthy and young back then, and now he's just he's so young, but he's not healthy at all. He needs to play his fucking role, man. They need to get someone else because he's a bust. They lost that trade. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Even though I know nothing about any of that stuff that's going on, but the last thing that I wanted to bring up before we kind of wrap it up here was. One of our Guam listeners, obviously, we're big in Guam. You got Guam internet, bro. Shout out, but he wanted me to give him a shout out because he is heading out on a date. They're going to a Guam baseball game with some beautiful Guam ladies. So whoever you are, wherever you are, good luck on your date. Fingers crossed. Maybe you'll fuck some Guam pussy tonight. I don't know. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't know, but good luck to you. Uh, and then the last thing that I wanted to talk about a lot, of, obviously, is a lot of you know, following us on Twitter and stuff. We just launched our website, our premium bets. You talked about how we cleaned up in that Clippers game seven. And yeah, we've been crushing it so far. We've been out for exactly one week from today. And our record right now stands at 29 and 13. So we've been absolutely on fire so far. And yeah, I mean, check us out. It's literally just lockedinbets.com. We got fire ass merchandise. We have premium bet packages from daily, weekly, monthlies to you know multiple sports and stuff like that so check us out lockedinbets.com and as always you know give us a follow on the socials it's going to be at bad beats podcast you know i don't have to fucking tell you guys you guys already know um it's obviously going to be in the description and same with the hotline too call us in give us some questions but that's all i got what about you yeah you fucked up because the biggest thing about the website is if you are going to get a package to win money it's free if you if we fuck up it's free so uh yeah, it's definitely worth the money. The hotline is 702-530-6381. You don't even have to call in about sports. We had a guy call in about pockets. He said pockets are the greatest invention in the world. And if you really think about it, that they are underrated because they're meant for so many things like wallets and stuff. I'm not going to play the fucking call because the guy was drugged out of his mind. But uh, that's the hotline. Give us a follow. Link's in the description. And I appreciate you, boys. Yep, as always, guys, peace out.